Why do you have the do rag on? We keeping that? Huh? Oh, we I didn't even realize it was on. <laughs> Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And that's all. to another episode of love lust and badass soul so we dropped a recording uh the last official episode and it wasn't a, a well it's not like we prepared it to be an episode of love lust and badass soul but in that time miss tia the first lady has decided to become a full-time co-host on love lust and badass soul and as you guys know if you listen to my solo podcast the awakened soul tia has been um on it now for god it's been like six months right yeah, since January. Yeah, I figured. Um, yeah. So it's been a while. It's been a minute. So I, I figured, why not just bring everything together? You know, I, 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 you're also with the revamp, revamp of Cookie Chronicles. I was really in your ear about getting that, getting that back started. So we're just gonna yes. go ahead and create a whole thing uh, based off of it. So, um, but with that said, <laughs> on it now for God, it's been like six months, right? Uh, well, it's popping haze. What's going on, man? Like, uh. So I, I guess we should start it off like just to break the ice. Have you have you sucked any dick lately? No. Why not? <laughs> what do you mean what? No. Uh-uh. I don't. I don't. It's been it's been a while. Okay. It's been some months. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> well. <laughs> have you um went down on anybody lately? No, nah, not lately. Not lately. Mm. I'm sure that'll change soon, but not lately. We'll not lately. see. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. That was a crazy question, but all right. It is, I see what how it is. but you know, we're gonna start <laughs> off since the last time we were together, we talked about insecure, uh, and more so like the finale, and that's been something that me and you've been talking about, like side conversations for a minute. Um, and we we predicted it, you know, Gondola no. is pregnant. You predicted, I predicted it. I co-signed it. your prediction, so let, I'll give you your props. Um, what do you, what do you think about the way that it ended, and what would you do if you were Issa Man. and your dude got a girl pregnant? so fucking annoyed this is what i did not want uh-huh. i specifically said on the last episode this is not what i wanted i knew this chick was pregnant i knew it but anyway um i didn't like it i didn't like it not one bit now if i was Issa, i would definitely stay and work it out mm. i mean i feel like her not wanting to I don't want to say selfish. I don't think that's the word I'm using. But for you to not have wanted to break up with him at all in the first place. Now, y'all are at this wonderful place. It happened when y'all weren't together. Like, there's not but so much you could be upset about, if mm. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I feel like if this is really someone that you love and you want to be with and you want to see how it goes, then do just that. Like, this baby is not going to stop nothing. And Lawrence is... is Sitting here telling you that he didn't want this to happen, he doesn't, he clearly didn't want to keep it, um, and that it's not going to change anything with them. So I would say go for it, like get over your feelings, like go whatever phases you need to go through to get over it, and then 
continue on with your relationship with Lawrence. Do you think it's wrong of him to ask her if she was going to keep it? Like him to be surprised? Like where, where do you stand on that? Because no. the whole pro-choice thing, you don't think that's wrong? No. Especially with how it ended. Okay. Like, because it's almost like I get a guy's perspective when it's like, well, why would you want to keep it? Like we're not on good terms. We aren't talking anymore. Like you don't want what I want. So I don't think it was wrong at all. Okay. Because I would want to know too. Like what you going to do? <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> well, you such a nigga. I, I can I can understand that, <laughs> that standpoint. Um, hey, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, it was it was a, it was a solid episode. I like. Uh, I think they wasted too much time on you know searching for. I always forget her name. Oh, girl, Amanda Sells character. Like yeah. they spent a lot of time looking for her, but you know, I, they wanted to kind of cleanse the palate some. And we all knew that Lawrence thing was coming. Like the the longer in the episode they kept pushing that off. I'm like, yeah, she's pregnant. Like you just you're just telling us she's pregnant for sure. I just, I, I, I knew it in my gut. Because if things were going too good, it was, like, too perfect for it to just go smoothly. So something had, like, something had to fuck it up. I just, I'm so annoyed. All right, fair enough. Uh, but let's get into the actual topics. I just wanted to touch on Insecure. We got a couple of things going on. This, So for anyone's watching, we're going to be talking about how toxic is overly used to describe the opposite sex. We're also going to be talking about ass eating one-on-one, which I can't wait to fucking get to this segment. Um, Since T is going to be giving us some pointers on how to eat ass. But we are... <laughs> oh, God. But before we get into that, let's talk about toxic. Cause, so in, in the group, and we're streaming live to the group right now, anyone who's listening to this after... After the fact, make sure you're joining the Love, Lust, and Badass Soul discussion group because we're lit in there all the time. But um, something that that comes up in there daily (laughs) is people using the fucking word toxic to just describe something that they don't like. That's not to say that toxic, some things aren't toxic, but I think like it's being overused to the point now where it's like, if you don't like something or aspect of somebody's personality or what they do or what they like, it's automatically labeled as toxic. What do you think? Do you agree? Do you disagree? What's your opinion on it? Well, I put a meme in there the other day and it said toxic is when someone can't treat you right, but won't leave. Mm. Okay. And I feel like that pretty much sums up how I feel about it. Like, you know, you can't do for me what I need to be done in order for me to continue to be happy. Mm. And a lot of things you do may be blatantly done. The sun is really off. lighting up like, your boobage right now, by the way. I just wanted to let you know that. But continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I think toxic is. Like, when you know you want somebody and you love somebody and you really want to be with them, but you just cannot get your shit together enough to where you know that you are what they deserve. Okay. Okay. That's toxic. I, I feel that like my my thing and somebody uh we got a comment I'll put it up somebody said big facts they didn't you got to kind of click a button for your name to show up but um I agree with that though I think like toxic to me is like that that's an aspect of it but also when you have like this negative trait or whatever and it's affecting the other person's psyche and you just are like fuck yes. it, I'm gonna keep doing it anyway like um it's also like the the unwillingness to change certain things about you we get so caught up in like mm-hmm. things that are normal to us but once you get in a relationship you kind of have to find that balance and when you and when you're not willing to find that balance and you're like well this is just me you know it that can be toxic too like you're not only to you but to the person you're with so um i just think like just automatically labeling everything's toxic like we you know sweet jones had a had a post the other day in which he was talking about um what he does in relationship and buying flowers and like people said that was toxic i, I can see you saying you shouldn't be doing that yes. i don't think that's a toxic aspect you shouldn't be saying that. yeah i can see but it is yeah. toxic yeah 
Let me tell you why. All right. It's toxic because, and not saying, well, no, because from what I got, he is like this too. Sorry, sweet, but it is what it is. <laughs> he's a wild. So, he's, but he, he you, owns who he is, though. <laughs> he do. He is a character. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, my thing is, if you know for a fact, after, because he mentioned getting flowers, like, for the first date. That's cool. Mm. Like, that's, that's cool. First impression means a lot. But if you notice after the first date or two that this is not somebody that you want to be with, but y'all continue to have some type of, like, sexual friendship, relationship, that's fine. You can do that. But you do not need to do relationship shit for people that you are not in a relationship with. You don't need to be bringing her flowers every time you come over. You don't need to be bringing her dinner and y'all cooking together every time you come over. To me, that shit is intimate. That is it. Cooking Certain together is intimate like as shit. That, Cooking together is intimate as shit. Yeah, I feel, <laughs> like I would, I wouldn't cook. I wouldn't go over to anybody's house to cook if I'm. If I tell you, oh, I want to hook up with you, link up with you, and I'm going to cook for you, then you know I, I'm serious about my life for you. Because if I'm not, right. I ain't cooking shit. We can go to McDonald's all day, every day, as far as I can. Right, <laughs> but then it be it be those type of niggas. Sorry, sweet, but it be niggas like you that. Be the first one to scream when, like, when a woman say, "Well, what are we doing? What is this?" You be the first one to scream. Well, we not together, okay? But your actions are speaking louder than your words, and your actions are telling me that everything we've been doing is intimate, and that you want more. So you're confusing the sight of the person that you are fucking. Like, so, you don't need to be doing that. Let, let me ask you this question, and this is just to play devil's advocate. I'm not saying your opinion's wrong. This is to play the devil's advocate. So if I tell you that we're not, not going to date and let, until further notice until we have a conversation then why is it tricking your psyche because at that point i've i've made it clear to you that we're not going to be dating and 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 just the example that i give you know i support the hell out of you right and maybe it's because of, of our friendship for years we've been friends for five years and stuff but i just i just bought you a desk for your office you all opened the office i wanted to do that for you if i was if let's say we did fuck a couple of times and i was and but you know we have a, a basis of a friendship and I still support you, even if we are, if we are, if we are fucking, and we're not in a relationship. If I would have bought you that desk under those circumstances, would that have confused you? No, because we have history. Okay. okay. So it's different. I'm speaking of someone like you just met off the street. You thought you know the girl was cute. Y'all had a first date, and you're doing like I know you. I know what your expectations are, where you are when it comes to that. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that when it came to you, but someone else that mm. I didn't have that history with coming in and like doing all of that. No, you're doing too much. Like what, okay. what is this That's fair. happening here? That's fair. This is, this is a lot. All right, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, because it's, then it's, it's kind of like what I said in the group, because if you're giving all of that to somebody you don't want to be with, what are you reserving for the woman that you do want to be a, with? That's a hundred percent fair statement. I completely understand that. So, right. um, yeah. I mean, and I think also like it has to be I think and that's the part of communi communication is perfect, because if I buy you flowers once and we're just fucking and you're like, OK, well, this is kind of confused. I think we, we, we need to say, all right, look, you bought me flowers. It's a nice gesture, but this is confusing me because I thought we were already fucking. Then you have to respect where that person is and say, all right, well, I need to stop doing stuff like this if we're going to continue to just have a sexual relationship. But um, people don't mm -hmm. people just don't talk and it leaves up so much room for gray area because motherfuckers don't just say how they feel. I mean, that's true, but I understand why. Like, we live in a society where 
if you feel a certain way and the other person don't, mm-hmm. it's looked at as thirsty or this is um, of confused. soft or sensitive. And so even though you have these feelings, you kind of just bottle them up until they just come out in different ways. Okay. Okay. That's fair. You know me. I don't have I don't have feelings, so it's it, I, <laughs> you, you have to you have like you. I love the fact of our relationship where you come to me and you're like, "Hey, love, like you you being an asshole right now." You say it in a much better way, but you let me know. Like, don't be an ass, Cordero. <laughs> don't be an ass. Why you have to say my government name like that? Why did you have to? All right, I'm sorry. Fair enough. enough. <laughs> All right, so the next topic that we got to this is the one, and I I put it in the middle here because I wanted to. So anyone who's like watching this for the first time in the group hasn't known how the actual podcast of Loveless and Badass Soul works. We have about two or three topics that we discuss, and then we have listener que- listener submitted questions at the end. So this is topic number two, and this one this spurned from a conversation that we had. I don't know what even made it come up, but I asked you if you remembered the first time. You got your ass ate, and you were like, "No, I remember the first time I ate some ass." So I was like, "Bam, topic. Let's get into ass eating one on one." So oh, I'm, a, I'm going to give the floor to you, my love, and I just want you. <laughs> a, I want to hear about the first time you ate some ass. What, what, what in your mind was like? I'm finna eat this nigga's ass. His reaction, <laughs> and then we'll get into our techniques of ass eating. <laughs> Oh shit! Um. <laughs> well, I was with my ex, and we had just moved in together. And one day we was just like doing our thing, and he was like, "Lick my ass." Okay. And I stopped for a sec. I mean, I didn't stop too long because I know I didn't want to like fuck up the momentum of what was happening. So I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and then I did it and that was the first time I did it now is it something that I do all the time no is it something that every man that I deal with gets absolutely not um I can count on one hand how many times I did that for him it wasn't a lot okay but the, the second person that Atlanta? I did no <laughs> <laughs> He's from where I'm from in the DMV. Okay. I'm just, I had to ask. People are probably thinking this, so I had to ask. God. But I don't know. Like, the first time it was a little weird. The first couple of times it was a little weird. But then after that, I was like, I kind of like the reaction that I get out of a man when I do it. Okay. And so for me, um, just like I said in the group on one of the posts, like, sometimes women want to see men, like, clench up and enjoy it, too. Like, y'all always making us clench up and, like, tap out and shit. And I feel like when I get that reaction out of a man, it just makes me want to go harder. Like, I want to tap out. And that's one of the ways that I do that. <laughs> okay. Well, I got, I, what am I going to say to that? So my, my, th- my, th- my thing is this. Okay. Because I've eaten ass before, but female ass, I can imagine, is completely different than male ass. Like, niggas have hair on their ass. So what's it like licking a hairy ass? Like, like does the hair, because I can't lick hairy vag. I'm going to let you know right now. Ladies, if your vag is too hairy, <laughs> I'm letting you know. You, you got four or five licks out of me before I'm done. I'm just letting you know that. Oh, but go ahead and continue. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, Hayes. I'm not talking about a little hair, but I mean, if it looked like Whoopi Goldberg is like you got her in a thigh lock, I'm not licking your pussy a lot. I'm not doing it. 
I'm getting a couple well, of weeks to get the moisture going, better. and then we go on about our business. I, and I won't even ask for no head. <laughs> I won't even ask. It's cool then at that point. But if you know you got Whoopi Goldberg in a thigh lock in between your legs, I ain't got shit for you. You can't ask me to lick that. What the fuck is wrong with you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, what you ask me? You got I, me. Oh, I asked you. I asked you like, what's it like to look at every ass? Like, how do you get past the um, head? <laughs> it's not the hair that bothers me because it wasn't like for both people that I did, they didn't have a shit ton of hair in there. So okay. that wasn't the thing. But men typically do not clean themselves as good as women. So did you take it? You wiped a baby wipe I like this did. beforehand? No, not the first. No. <laughs> but there is a, when I talk about like anal and, and eating ass, there is a soap that I prefer a man to use if I know that I'm going to do that or he wants that done. Okay. And it's Dr. Bronner's. It's like the liquid Dr. Bronner's peppermint soap. It's perfect to use. So hold on, stop. You out here licking peppermint <laughs> ass? You, you mean to tell me you no, licking peppermint flavored ass to you? Is this what we doing in 2020? <laughs> listen, listen. It gets it super clean, like no must. You know how sometimes someone will wash and you can that still smell like painful. a little bit of like... <laughs> It's not painful at all. You know, peppermint and eucalyptus gives you like that little tingly sensation. It feels kind of good, but whatever. But you use that. And it get rid it gets rid of any like musty leftover sweaty ball smell, and then you just go to town from there. <laughs> Peppermint flavored ass people. Uh, okay, so okay, and you know we we labeled we labeled this topic ass eating one on one. So we got to give techniques for any woman woman out there who want who wants to eat her man's ass. Like so, what's the, what's the preferred position? Do you like him on his back with his legs up? Do you like him on all fours? All fours, no. That's that's a bit much for me. Now, granted, I am not very judgmental at all, but just seeing a man that I'm dealing with on all fours is is a little. I can't. I can't do that. But typically, he's on his back. Or, you know, one time I did it, he was, like, he was chilling in bed watching TV. He was laying on his stomach like this, watching the game. And I just... You was eating ass while he was watching the game, Tia? You, you, what? Once, yes. <laughs> why? Like... Because <laughs> if you eat ass while he's watching the game, I know you suck dick while he's watching the game. You, somebody needs to wife you up. Like, have you ever sucked dick while he's playing PlayStation? Yes. You the fuck motherfucking MVP out here. God damn it. Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I used to do that shit so much. He'll be like, Tia, like, leave me alone. Like, I don't feel like that. <laughs> like, damn. You are not the average nigga, sir. Like, most niggas would kill for a bitch that would just randomly give them head or lick their ass. And you telling me to stop? Like, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. Well, that's... Uh, yeah, but I don't really have no, like technique per se i kind of just do whatever i feel nest like whatever i feel like doing and then when i see like a flinch or like a toe curl or something i just keep doing that whatever gave him that reaction that's what you stick to <laughs> all right well 
And I told you, I like to see a nigga bitch up in the sense. See, like, I, I already told you, we talked last night. I told you my story. Like, I only had somebody try to lick my ass one time. They was giving me the, <laughs> it was easily top two head I had ever had in my life. She fucked the thing completely up. So I'm I'm laying, I'm in heaven. She going to town. She licking the ball. She doing the two hand twisty pepper, salt and pepper shaker. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, <laughs> My asshole got wet. I rolled out of the bed, right? Like, I literally took a tumble out of the bed. (laughs) And I'm looking up at her from the floor like... (laughs) I wasn't like... I I got my shit and I left. Like, I was like, you know what? Oh, God. Like, she didn't even... she even, She didn't even lick the gooch first to see how I would respond. She went right from balls to ass. I wasn't ready. No, I'm gone. Like, I, I got to go. So, like, most of the time, I will start giving head first. Most of the time. Okay. And then I'll do the gooch. Like, you can't ignore the gooch. That's part of the experience. And then, from there, you, like, do this as you're licking the gooch. And then you lick his ass. Like, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. You should try it again. Sooner than later, you should try it again. I don't know about all that, dog. I don't know about all that. But this time you'll be expecting it, you know. I guess I should tell my story the first time I ate some ass, just just for fairness, since you didn't completely, we didn't got all in your business. So I was married. Come on. It was a weekend we had kid free, and we like we like got a hotel room. We had a little mini vacation. Like we didn't even go nowhere serious. I think we maybe went to Chicago or whatever, and we had. Kicking it all night, got some Giordano's pizza, and then was in the hotel. And I was eating her pussy from the back. I was ready to, I was ready to tear it up. And then she was like, "Nigga, eat my ass." I was so fucking drunk and in the mood. I just fucking started eating her ass. She was my wife, so I'm, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck you want me Why to not? do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but isn't there something about like being in a hotel, even if it's like a staycation? It's something about being in a hotel that like takes your freak level. No, no. To I mean, another I'm into BDSM. Dimension. My shit's already like I got whips and chains in the room, like just in the drawer, like it's like my drawers. Like I have a BDSM drawer. Like people have sock drawers. Like I just pull out a couple of things. The 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 juicers in there. There's handcuffs in there. Uh, the juice. Wait, 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 wait. The juicer, the one you posted in the group. No, that wasn't the juicer that I posted in the group. That was something. Oh, else. what was that? The, um, you talking about the? It was like a glass something. Did I post the juicer in the group before? The glass, the glass thing with the ridges. Yeah, that's the juicer. Yes. That's the juicer. That ain't been okay. used yet. I probably need to dust it off. I probably <laughs> need to put it in the dishwasher to clean it off because it's just been sitting. There. I haven't used it in a minute, but it's in there though. Oh God. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but when I go to a hotel, it just—I don't know. It just is different than doing it in the house. Like, it gives you a different, like, a vacation kind of feeling. Like, let's do whatever, whatever. You got it. What you want? Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> All right, that's it. For, you got any more pointers for any? So, okay, for the for the no. men. For the men who are afraid to get their ass ate, like me. I'm terrified. Grow up. Okay, grow the fuck grow up. Grow up. All right, fair that's, enough. That's my advice. Grow the fuck up. All right. Well, moving into the next topic, this is a <laughs> listener submitted topic uh, that's been sitting in the email for like a couple of months since this podcast has been dormant. But I want to answer it. Uh, this one is, Oops. does colorism play a part in why we choose our partners? Could we be missing out on our perfect mate because we choose not to date light or dark skinned people? What do you think about that? 
Yes, mm. of course. Um, you got some people that only like light skinned people. You got some people that only want dark skinned people. Like, I don't discriminate. So I don't have that issue. But I know a lot of men. I know a lot of people in general that have that that preference. And yeah, you can you you could miss out. I don't know. As far as the missing out part, I feel like whatever God got for you is yours. And if he know what you like, then he gonna give you what you like. But on the other hand, it's like, can you really be that picky to where you won't date someone just because they're a skin tone that you don't prefer? So I don't know. I'm on the fence. What do you think? Um, I think like, and I've said this before, like even when it comes to race and everything, like for us to think that if, if, if we believe in there's one person, our one person that we're going to be with forever, like if, if all this dating and everything is meant for us <laughs> to find the one person we're going to marry and be with. Like, if you think that that person is going to fit into a specific range, like, whether it's a race, whether it's a city, you have to open yourself up to everything. People miss out on so many great people because, oh, you you live 100 miles away. I, I couldn't see you every day. I have to see the person I'm with. Every, like, listen, you can get to that point, but so a lot of times we miss our own blessing. And, like, colorism, like, I and ask someone, I can have some transparency here. There was a time, if you weren't fucking, um, who, who can I compare it to? Uh, uh. Kelly in the group. If you were anything darker than her, I wasn't fucking with you. Really? That like from 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 like fourteen until like eighteen. If you were not light skinned, I was not looking. I was not checking for you at all. But then I remember that there was this dark skinned woman who approached me, and she looked like a fucking goddess. And in my mind, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not finna mess with you because you're dark skinned. And then I thought, I'm like, I think she's sexy as shit. She's beautiful. She's smart. What the fuck do I look like not giving her a chance because of the color of our skin? So, it like that it came with me with time. But like there was a period in time where like I wasn't touching nothing. If you were darker than me, you ain't have nothing coming. Not a goddamn thing. See, here's my thing. I don't do colorism within my race, but I could not date a white man. I could not date an Asian man. Like there's just certain other races I, I'm not. I'm not even going to attempt. I won't give the time of day to. Okay. So I don't know if that kind of counts a little bit, but do you. Whatever feels good to you, whatever you like, God knows your heart. He knows what you want. I mean, I disqualify people for ugly feet. So, I mean, hey, teach their own, right? <laughs> right. Whatever, whatever you feel is right, do that. <laughs> them toes ugly look you ain't got nothing coming at all like i won't even go on even a date if with she's like she can even if her face and her body is on like a thousand if her feet is fucked you're like you no. know my, my celebrity crush is dasha polanco right the old yes. girl from orange that that is that is i i would take the charge gladly for a shot at her but if her toes <laughs> were ugly she ain't got nothing coming that i'm dead really? serious like i'm dead and I'm trying to work. People Ooh. say that all the time, but like I'm like I'm one of those people where it's like I will not go out with you in public unless I've seen your toes. I can't do it. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I, but again, whatever works for you, it been it been working this far, right? So I, just I, I, ref, stick to I refuse to have <laughs> ugly footed energy in my space. I can't do it. Oh. I can't do it. Um. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So we're going to switch gears. We're going to get into the listener-submitted emails and questions. We have, I believe, two this week. 
Hey ladies, are you tired of going out and seeing other ladies wearing the same thing you are? Tired of shopping online with other sites and seeing the same items? Do you want to be different and stand out? Check out Lady Haven, the boutique for unique styles. They constantly bring in new inventory and have great prices. Tell them Cookie Chronicles sent you by using the code COOKIE for a listener's discount of 15% off your entire purchase. And be sure to tell your friends. Ah! Uh, this first one is uh, the title of it. My boyfriend of 10 years has started using me for sex and ignoring me. This is a long one, so I'm not reading all this shit. Um, here goes the letter itself. <laughs> My boyfriend of 10 years has somewhat recently lost all interest in pursuing any fun activities or romantic dates between us. And only sweet talks me or promises day trips when he wants sex. Once he gets what he wants, he doesn't follow through on his promises and goes back to being indifferent to our relationship. I'm a very social person who loves being out in the world and building memories with our family by doing activities together. He has always been an introvert, but one willing to meet me halfway so that we can have our, our separate needs met. I've done the same thing by making sure our shared activities are equal balance of home time and things our five-year-old daughter loves to do as well, like feeding ducks in the park or going for a nice ice cream. All right, we don't need your whole fucking story. Uh, when I express my feelings of feeling like a sex object to him, like I have per to perform tedious sex acts just to spend any real time with him, he acknowledges that it's unhealthy behavior but does nothing to remedy it. He still lies. I'm extremely frustrated by his lack of follow-through and emotional terrorism. Tia, what do you make of that letter? That's toxic. He's That's fucking toxic. toxic. And he, he's, he's, yes. he's probably over the relationship at that point. If you don't like spending time yes. with the person you're with, the relationship is over with. Like you can you can she love having sex with them all day. Like if, if that that's that's the thing. Like what makes the relationship is those shared moments and stuff in between. Like I, I'm an introvert. I I have built a studio in my house because in game systems and the room and everything because I love being at home. But when I'm with my person, we have to do something together. Like I can't expect you to want a podcast with me, so we have to do something together. So <laughs> at, even as an introvert, I go out and I do things with the person I'm with. So if that has stopped where he has no interest in doing anything you like, he doesn't like you anymore, sis. He just likes your vag. Right. That's my opinion. What do you think? That exactly. And she needs to go. <laughs> like there's so many other variables though. Like what happened? When did it change? Why did it change? Has she tried having conversation with him about it? Like after a while, if you keep trying to egg someone to give you answers, if you got to do all of that, like you just need to go. No, time they have a five-year-old together, so there's always going to be those ties there. Do you think that it's harder um, for her to leave probably because she's thinking, well, we have a five-year-old together. We should try to make it work. And I can speak to this because that's something that I've been through for years. But uh, go ahead. What do, you, what do you think about that aspect of it? Now, my opinion might not be as valid because I don't have kids. But I never liked when adults tried to stay in relationship with the other parent just for the child because that's just as toxic as anything like kids pick up on so much they pick up on energy they hear conversations and as a child just thinking about my parents the way back when I would rather at one point I told my mother she needed to leave mm -hmm. as her kid like you just need to go because we don't want to go through this like why put your child through that if you really don't fuck with the person like that. That's true. Don't stay just for the kid. Like, be happy, do you, and just co-parent. Yeah. What are we holding on to? I mean, and I can speak to this. So, like, with my marriage, uh, you know, my son was born when I was 19 years old, right? Um, 
And in so much of that time, like I, I, I got caught up in being a father and a husband and forgot to be me. But like the kids, it was like, well, I want my kids to have the same the family. And I didn't have like some of the stories where it's like my, my parents were apart. I grew up without my father. So I wanted to keep I grew up with my father every day until I was 16. Um, and I still still I talk to him every day, even after my parents divorced. Um, and so I wanted I think I wanted to emulate that. And I forgot the fact of I have to be happy to, for my kids to be happy. Right. And so if I'm just staying mm-hmm. in something for them or just staying with something in op- because of obligation, that's not making me happy, then there's an issue um, there. And, and I, I'm, I'm not I'm taking so much away from me that I couldn't give stuff to my kids like I. I have a lot of shit going on yep. now. You know, I own my own business, my photography. I do several podcasts. I, I own the Burks Media. Like, I do a lot of stuff. I have four children who all have events and shit, and I make it to everyone that I can, and they live with me. So, like, um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have that energy to put into those things if I would have just stayed in something that wasn't making me happy, right? And so you have to be happy. You have to be selfish in a sense. Your own happiness is what's going to push you through to be able to give that to other people. You you can't pour shit into anybody else if you're not happy yourself. So in that situation, yep. if you're not happy, get the fuck out. Like seriously, and don't yeah. don't feel bad. Don't make anybody don't make anybody make you feel like, "Oh, you're being less of a wife or less of a man if you have to leave your marriage because you aren't happy." Because guess what? Those mother you what do you want to you want to stay together to look good or do you want to actually be good? And that's the question you have to ask yourself. No bullshit. Yeah. Cause then you get to a point where you resent a person, and like I said, like that unhappiness just trickles down to the kids. And if your whole point as a parent is to protect them from as many negative emotions and things as you can, then why not keep them from that? Just do what you got to leave. Yeah, and you'd be surprised like how much stuff and weight and and stress lifts up off you once you do make that decision. Like. It, it mm-hmm. like honestly it was like this to me i had to go to therapy i'm not gonna lie i did because i needed to deal with some of the resentment i had and, and unresolved feelings but for the most part like once i was out of that situation it was like a fucking like mask got lifted off me like i i saw things so much clearer i saw myself so much clearer i can even look at my 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 issues stronger like it's not worth it it's not worth staying in anything that's not serving you and that's for i make a lot of jokes on this podcast i talk my shit but one thing i would tell everybody it is not worth being in anything that is not making you 100 percent happy nope agreed and that's why and that's why i will never get my ass ate because i will not be 100 percent I hear you. <laughs> I, was, I was being too serious. I had to make a joke. All right, let's get into our last letter. This is the last letter and topic for this episode of Love, Less Than Badass. So uh, this the, the title of this one is Having Trouble Feeling Comfortable in My Own Skin Around My Boyfriend. So the first pre- sentence of this is, I will try to keep this short and to the point. She didn't. I'm not even going to lie. She didn't. Um, <laughs> but it's. I will admit, I, felt, I face self-esteem issues due to my past. And I am a perfectionist in a lot of ways and, and really hard on myself when, it, when I feel I'm not doing good enough or being perfect. I know nobody is perfect, but I haven't found peace in myself and I'm not seeing a therapist. My boyfriend has made several comments throughout the duration of our relationship, 10 months, that have made me feel uneasy and, I have, and have stuck with me. He's mentioned how some of my back shoulder muscles should be more defined and made a comment about my breasts not being the biggest but that he still likes them almost like a backhanded compliment he told me how he would 
like to see me wear more dresses and mini skirts. And I told him I don't feel comfortable. That's not me. I've worn dresses around him, but I guess that they weren't appealing enough because he doesn't remember and never notice. He mentioned how it would be his kink if he could see muscles all over my body. I'm 5'5 five five and 120 pounds and lift weights regularly. I'd say I'm toned, but I feel like I'm not good enough. He tells me I'm beautiful and tries to make me feel comfortable, but I'm struggling to trust him. Our sex life has suffered and I'm no longer confident in myself around him, but I feel I'm I feel I'm good about myself when I look in the mirror. I think she said it in in the first thing. Like, first of all, if he wants a bunch of muscles, that nigga may may want to may want a man. Like, I'm just like he wants to feel a lot. Like, don't get me wrong, being in shape is is sexy as hell and everything. But I have never heard a man say, "I want to feel muscles in my woman's back." That shit is odd. Okay, so I I have heard men say that it's super sexy for like when a woman flexes. Or, like, bends over and she has, like, those back muscles. Y'all like that shit. Okay, cool. But my thing is, I'm confused about the whole thing. Why Why are they together again? I, I don't, I don't this know. This is too much confusion for me. <laughs> me, if I was her, the fact that I would have to decipher through all this bullshit would make me want to leave. Like, you're doing too much right now. Yeah. If you want, you basically want me to change my whole look to appease you. Why are you with me in the first place? Mm. Why don't you just go find somebody that you are That's more attracted point. to? That is a good point. That is a really good point. And then the backhanded compliments. Listen, I know somebody used to do that. And I used to be like, did I fucking ask you? If I don't ask you for your opinion, don't say shit to me about it. Because if we want to start giving opinions, I, I got a whole lot of shit you want to say. You want to go tap for tap? Because we can go there. But if I don't ask you, don't say nothing to me about shit. I don't like unsolicited advice, and I don't like backhanded compliments. <laughs> you like unsolicited advice. But they need pics? to break up. No, absolutely not. <laughs> No, yeah. No. And you know, I, I try not to, <laughs> to ever give people the advice of, oh, you just need to break up. I was trying to say, like, communicate. It sounds like you guys are, and he doesn't give a fuck. But default to my answer on the last letter. Like, it's not worth it being unhappy. Like, somebody keeps telling you or just focusing on what you're not instead of being in love with what you are, then they don't really like you. Like, it's that, it's that syndrome. You know, like, some people, they say some men get with women, and then they want to kind of, like, make them up like like their Barbie doll. Like, they want to make them into their perfect view of a woman. Like, that shit is... In there. That shit, that shit is weird to me. Weird as fuck to me. Like, that'll be like me telling, getting with somebody like, you know what? Your feet aren't quite up to my liking. I need you to go get feet reconstruction surgery. Like, no, I'm just going to find somebody with pretty feet off the rip so I ain't got to worry about that shit. Exactly. Like, exactly. The whole letter is mind-boggling to me. I don't understand why they're together. And then they said 10 months, so how long out of the 10 months have he has he been being an ass? Why why you been there for 10 months? But you know, everybody's tolerance level is different. Mine is not that high, so I, I can't. I know. That's why I always say you're going to be single forever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got nothing for you, sis, except for telling you to leave. Sorry. Well, there you have it. T's advice is to leave. (laughs) Mine is to have a conversation and then leave if the conversation doesn't go much where. But, like, ultimately. Ten months, they probably already had conversations. Look, I'm not one for repeating myself. I don't repeat myself more than twice is the limit, okay? Okay. If I got to say it more than twice, that shows me that you don't give a fuck how I feel because you haven't changed your action to accommodate 
why I spoke to you about it the first time anyway. That's fair. So if you don't care, what am I caring for? And I think like, go. nobody should affect your view of yourself that much, right? So like she says that she's happy with the way that she looks when she looks in the mirror, but it's only his comments that start making you have self-doubt. If somebody's affecting the way that you view yourself that much, that motherfucker needs to go. Like <laughs> it, 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 people and and it's and it's women more because men men for the most like some men stay in staying things, and I even talked about how I stayed in stayed in mind too long, but um for the most part. It's women. Women just stay in this in these relationships with niggas who ain't really doing much for them for so long. And it's like, sis, you are more valuable than that. Like, you got to see your value in it. Like, and I get it. Like, people don't want to be alone. People don't like the, the thought of, like, raising their kids alone or just being. Some people just aren't good being alone over. at all. Like, right. Some people just are happy to say they have someone. And my thing is, is if you're if you're saying you have someone and that person isn't feeding you mentally, physically and emotionally, what the fuck do you really have? You ain't got shit. You just got a body there. Somebody taking up space. Deuces. <laughs> so there Listen, I, I'm a very no nonsense, low tolerance. I just I don't. And maybe it was like the therapy that I had to go through that like got me to that level. But I just I can't do it. I be listening to stories and I'm like, how, sis? How? How? Why? I love it that we. I love it that we've both been to therapy and we we're not afraid to talk about it. Um, because I think like you know that's something that I've I've been really on lately is that these people not, not these people but people like being afraid to either admit that they need therapy or even to think of it as an option, and it really does help a lot. Like even if you do a couple, of, like you'd be surprised what three sessions will do. Like seriously, like my first session. It was like a weight was lifted. Yeah, it was the best shit ever. Yeah. I tell everybody to do therapy, and even if you don't feel like you need it. I'm pretty sure that there's some type of underlying issue that you've been through that in your life that you're suppressing mm -hmm. that will come out during therapy. Like you have such a better zen and understanding of yourself and your thought process, and you look at things differently. And it's not what people think it is. Like a lot of men specifically that I suggest therapy too they're like well i don't want to go and sit on the couch and tell a stranger my business and them tell me what to do that's not what therapy is yeah you go sit on the couch or a, a chair but they don't tell you what to do as far as my experience she let me vent about whatever i needed to vent about and then she would ask me probing questions to really let me answer them myself like she helped me come to my own conclusions she didn't tell me Oh, well, you should do this. And I think you should do this. I told her how I felt about it. I answered her questions. And then it even got to a point where she's like, Tia, why are you even here? Like, you have all the answers. And for me, it was just like, well, I need an unbiased opinion from per from someone who doesn't know me to tell me that what I'm thinking is right and, and I'm accurate in yeah. how I feel. Yeah. That was the reason why I went. But I everybody should do it. Everybody. You'd be surprised. Like I'm, I'm a big, big advocate of therapy. Like, and it, mm -hmm. it, it's done wonder. Like, seriously. Like, and you, I've told you stories of how I was younger. Like, I was, I was so angry and so filled with rage at one point that this, this silly, jokey ass dude that you see in front of you now is only because I went to therapy to get some of that shit off my spirit. Like, that's for real. Because before, oh, I can't see you like that, man. Listen, I'm after my parents divorced, and it, it took me it took me some years to realize that the white the reason why the way that I was so resentful and so angry was because I was just missing my dad. 
Like for I, me and my by mm. having my dad there every day. Like my dad was my mentor. He was my coach. He was my trainer. So my my life was so in, entangled with my father that when my parents got divorced or whatever, not that he was any less present, but he wasn't physically there. So like. Me, him him having me in karate him having me in boxing him having me in everything to like kind of get off some of the frustration i would face and then on top of that like i became the man in the house because my mama worked two jobs i had to put my sisters on the bus cook dinner stayed up until my mama got home from work i did not go to sleep until my mama made it through that door and so i was sleeping like that's probably why i don't sleep much now i was sleeping like four hours a day for for a few years because i was i was worried about my mom my mom worked two jobs to help keep us at the level that we were at before they got divorced and so um it was just i was mm -hmm. just dealing with a lot i was so fucking angry and that's why like people who went to high school with me know like people used to people i used to be so crazy that my friends would be like hey cj i don't think you can beat his ass and i'll go start a fight just to prove a point jesus christ so I, i'm only i'm only here where i am now because of therapy because of doing some real work doing the shadow work that's something we'll probably talk about i'll probably make that a topic later because shadow work is so important in anything that you do um but yeah yeah you got me getting all serious here and emotional let's it's time to get the fuck about here man it's time to get the, I, now i need to go take three shots of tequila to kind of just wash all that off um mm -mm. you don't need it <laughs> <laughs> but that's it thank you everyone for joining us on this live stream let us know um we had a couple of comments that i do want to uh sweet jones says he's peter pan he'll never grow up so he's never getting his ass ate <laughs> um and then also uh i don't want to mispronounce his name oh my god yahik nazir bomani if i i know i murdered your name bro i'm sorry but he also said uh, he said that I was talking to him when I was talking about like being in relationships and staying married. Like we really do like this group. Uh, we we the podcast has been on hiatus basically since this group really blew up and a lot of members joined. Uh, but you can expect at least every other ep every other week we're dropping a podcast episode. We're gonna start live streaming uh, more because it's just it's just fun to live stream and actually have some interaction too. But you can go and check out the full podcast version. It's love, lust, and badass. So we'll put links in the description. Um, but yeah, Tia, tell them where they can follow you on social media before we go. Well, I've been on Facebook more than anything lately. So Tia, the first lady on Facebook, you can catch me at the first lady, D-A-F-I-R-S-T underscore L-A-D-I on Instagram. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes, that's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. This podcast is a part of the Berks Media. You can go to the BerksMediaNetwork.com where you can buy merch for this podcast as well as any other podcast that's part of the network and follow us all there. Um, if you want to get a topic in uh, or you want to get a question answered, you can send that at lovelustandbas at gmail.com. T, I need to still get you the password to that. Um, and also follow yeah. us on Instagram <laughs> where we're going to be doing some exclusive content there as well. But that's it. This has been another episode of Love, Lust, and Badass. So we out this bitch. Peace. Call me crazy when I see you, baby. Got a smile about you, some red wine about you. In the evening, hazy, in a summer dress, you slay me. One smile, you got me. I gin pop, acting sloppy, mad about you. Break my heart at the first sight Leaving me lost in the moonlight I'm mad about you Breaking my heart